The best way to start your day. Oh, I, I did. I used to clean houses. I really did. Shady. <laughs> that was shady. It was. Wait, why is that shady? You used to clean houses. Here to give you all the chills, feels, and laughs. The chicken is put some on it. It's giving you your daily exactly. you need. Thank you, now, thank you, Telly. You, you do have a point, Telly. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that you say that, you do have a point. As much as you like your eggs, that doggone chicken have his own room in your career. And you know what? He, look, that chicken better sleep with one eye open. Because the way I eat eggs, I be like, it's going to be your last. <laughs> you gonna have, go have a pep talk. Look, you ain't pumping out, man. Come on. <laughs> You need to <laughs> let's get this thing together now. <laughs> Come on! Milwaukee's favorite award-winning morning show. Over a year ago when you guys started and I had started listening to you guys and I get ready to drop my, my children off, there's that, wake up, get on up now. My children, the first thing they said, Dad, that's you. That's how I wake my children up. Time to get on up. <laughs> Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, this is MKE in the Morning on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Good morning, Milwaukee. You're listening to MKE in the morning, live from American Family Insurance Studios at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I'm your host, Serena B. Mel is out on assignment, but I'm joined by the lovely, the effervescent Denise Thomas. Good morning, Good morning. Denise. Good morning, Serena. How are you? I'm lovely. How are you? Blessed by the best, as the elders say. I mean, what can we say? You know, we just can't answer how are you just normal like oh i'm good we got to be I'm like let's buy the best i'm fine winning and i'm swimming <laughs> beats the alternative that's what uh, right. my grandpa used to say <laughs> you're right beats the alternative that we can't just say so i'm fine po- that doesn't sound so positive i'm i love being black that's, we just there don't, you go we are not conventional people can't can't be mm-mm Okay, so we've got a great show for you guys. Um, we're going to be joined by Denise, and then later we're going to be joined by Kyle Wallace. And um, But I want to talk about this rain, because this... Okay, so I walked outside, and I got soaked yesterday. And apparently, I was like, wow, this is weird, because I woke up to some thunder... Thunder snow, is that called? I don't know. Some thunder and rain in the middle of February, at the end of February, really... And then I, I realized um, TMJ, our friends at TMJ4, uh, shared with everybody that it was the biggest February rain event ever on record in southeast Wisconsin. Wow. Uh, it got up to about a little over two inches in uh, Milwaukee around the airport. And then it got up to 2.24 near Whitefish Bay. And I'm not going to lie, Denise, I was laying in bed and I was like, climate change. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because this has been the most mild winter that I've ever experienced outside of living in North Carolina. And I mean, I don't know. It just kind of like it kind of sends shivers down my spine. I got a little worried about it. We we talked about that yesterday on the show. Mel okay. And I, yeah. We talked about climate change, global warming. We talked about, you know, we have been made aware of this for a long time. Long time. Long time. And as typical humans, despite being warned, 
if it's not impacting us directly in the moment, it's like, oh, eh. Exactly. Now people Long are getting term. nervous. Yeah, because we were talking about the snowstorm in Los Angeles, California. Yes, right. I had clients in L.A. and they were like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is real. Yes. Climate change is real. And climate change, as we talked about yesterday, is primarily driven by human activity. Right, correct. So we should not be getting excited about having a mild winter in no, Wisconsin. No, And L.A. should definitely not be getting excited about getting snow. That's what I in said. In the month of February. So I'm like, that's concerning. We got to do better. Yes. Especially in industrial cities like Milwaukee, um, where there's still not as many, but there are still manufacturing facilities. And there's other outputs of toxins that go into the air. Into I'm not our, a scientist. Our water Serena, systems. So. Yeah, no, exactly. I feel you. I just, I remember being in fourth grade. Now we're talking about the late, no, not the late 80s. Sorry, the early 90s. And um, I was a part of something called the Jason Project. And it was like this little science club sort of thing that we did in our school where we would go out and take water measurements. And we were talking about climate change back then. It was sort of ahead of the conversation, but this was like a huge thing. And, you know, um, our school was very big on recycling. And now I'm really big on recycling. And when I moved to North Carolina, they didn't have recycling. Like at all. So I just felt like guilty every time I was like throwing plastic bottles and cans into the trash. I'm like, this ain't right. This ain't right. (laughs) Oh, that's we Look, I'm guilty. Yeah. I think it's I think it's generational, too. I think younger generations such as millennials and Gen Zers. And I'll use the phrase woke. Y'all are way more woke. And you should be, because if anybody's going to be impacted, it's y'all. I mean, technically, you have more years on Earth. I think older generations, especially the boomers and the traditionalists, are (laughs) kind of like, "Uh, yeah, y'all go ahead and handle that. Look, we marched for (laughs) y'all. Right, 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 right. We marched. It just comes down to like, now that we know, we have to do better. Oh, absolutely. And And I'm going to do better. And I, I have talked to a lot of friends about this, you know, about this mild winter and this and that. I'm like, it's great. It won't be great. And it's kind of scary. And now I think with the the earthquakes taking place in Turkey and Syria and all of the extreme weather events that we see that it's starting to wake people up a little bit. But I don't know if it's woken them up enough to start doing something about it because it, it, it has to be a collective action. Yeah, it can't just be uh, a siloed population, i.e. millennials and Gen Zers, although Gen Zers are now the no millennials are the number one population in the country. Millennials are now. Yeah, there are more millennials in the country. Shout out to all my fellow millennials. (laughs) I can't even get it out anymore. Millennials. I I couldn't even say traditionalist. (laughs) But yeah, it's real. Maybe we should like have, um, since this is the truth, maybe we should have a segment on, because I mean, typically, come on, Serena, let's keep it real. Older black folks, that is not that was not part of our civil rights efforts. Climate change? Yes. Yes, right. Right, right, right. And so Well, because we you didn't know what be, you didn't know. I don't think Exactly. Right. We we so we need to be re educated because again, I mean, it's gonna take to your excellent point, a collective effort. Yeah. This is re- I, I don't wanna wake up in the morning and be like uh some movie where the sky is turning black. Right. And then this huge wave of fire and water is, I mean, that, and have you I ever had that s- nightmare? Because I have, I haven't. 
Uh, man, you got some interesting nights. I know. I honestly, like, I, I have like the most vivid dreams I always have. I think it's like I have an active brain, as my doctor says. So it's right, like when right. I go to sleep at night, I'm in a whole new world. And it's not always a fun one. Sometimes it's apoptolytic. <laughs> Hey, well, you know what? That may be a good reminder. So I'm with you. I I definitely do not want to be that person that wakes up. Like, what was that movie? Independence Day with Will Smith and Vivica Fox. And he, I mean, of course, that was a different, that was being attacked, but by aliens. I mean, it's the same. Like, you're going to wake up and be attacked by a tornado or or a flood or, yeah, it's definitely, it's scary. Like, when I think about my son, I'm like, man, what is it going to be like when he's my age or exactly. older like what what about my grand my future grandkids like that's really scary these are just going to be normal events but it's never going to be normal because i mean we're seeing the the tragedy that comes out of events like these mm-hmm. if that's not a wake up call i don't know what it is but no speaking, you're real it's real it is it is speaking of the different generations cuz i i don't want to sour the mood this morning but i do want to talk about this new filters talking about millennials and gen z everyone knows that tiktok has been completely overtaking uh i don't know entertainment for gen z millennials i'm on tiktok i don't make videos i just like to watch like i'm very entertained by tiktok which worries me because I feel like I should have a higher standard of entertainment. But some people are really funny on there. I like to watch funny videos. There's dance videos. You guys know know how it is. It's really no different from YouTube. They're just shorter. There is uh, also on TikTok, similar to Instagram, there's filters. So we all know the people that overfilter. Like, stop, please. Stop overfiltering. Like, we, mm-hmm. we know that you have some wrinkles. And it's okay. It's okay to yes. look human. These people blur it out so bad they look like aliens. It's crazy. But there's a brand new filter called the Teenage Filter, and it's good. Like, it it works. So you just, you know, make a video, you put the filter on, and you can essentially see what you looked like back when you were a teen. Now, I don't think it works for everybody. I mean, there's so there's two trends. One is the Teenage Filter. Try it out. And there's, you know, elderly people who have done it, which has been kind of fun to watch. But what's happened is it's like it's striking a tone with people who are trying out the filter. It's become an emotional trigger. People are posting videos of themselves crying because they're seeing, quote unquote, their younger self. And that brings up a lot of emotions for a lot of people. But then, y'all, there's a second trend, which is black folks doing the teenage filter. And I was And it's rolling. like exactly the same. They were like, I look, I, boom. Right. Nothing's changed. Black don't crack. Boom. Now it's so- Man, I was just about to say, I would love for like Angela Bassett or Nia yes. Long to do it they and be like, oh, it's it. Tuesday. They would yeah. crush the filter. I, it, yeah. I mean, I black did folks. it. I didn't see too much of a difference. I was joking with Denise during the break. I said, if I did it this morning, maybe I'm a little tired. The coffee hasn't hit. But uh, some people are getting really (laughs) emotional. I mean, you can go on TikTok. You can, you know, just type it into Google, teenage filter crying, and you'll see like a compilation of all these people. Just they they feel sad because I don't know whatever's happened in their life since then or some people were Mm -hmm. saying like I've lost myself I'm in my 40s now and seeing my younger self just makes me sad or I'm excited about how far I've come or the the life I created for myself so it's been positive and negative some people are also worried about the implications like what like just like you're seeing yourself 
as you're a younger person and you're looking in the mirror and you're an older person, it doesn't hit you when you're looking at yourself every day. But what it does is it puts a side by side. So you see the younger version alongside your older version. And that's hard for some people. You know, aging isn't always easy for everybody, you know. Right. So it, it's, it just it's, it's not. like it brings up like a lot of emotions. No, I, I can I can I can understand. I can't relate because again, praise God for Because if she were to do the teenage filter, nothing would, would change, y'all. I know it would be. Because I <laughs> seriously I've looked at I actually I think I look better now than I did as a teenager. Really? I do. Oh yeah. I'm very happy with how I look yeah. now versus because I had a, a, a complex about my weight. Mm. I was always like the chubby girl that got made fun of. I mean, it wasn't bad per se, but put it like this. Whether you're ridiculed or not, if all the other girls that are the cool girls or get hit on or get flirted with or the boys are pursuing yeah. are a different size than you, the message is clear. Yes. Like, you're not attractive. But guess what? Back then, didn't want me. Now I'm hot. <laughs> you gotta play they that, all right? love me. You they all love me, beat. Serena. I'm like, oh. Oh, so, so now you want to be in my DM. Yes. Every, yes. Never fails. Every day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to change my name to Mike Jones. You know. Every day. I love that. Because I also, I had, you know, I think like a lot of people, I had insecurities too. You know, where I grew up, it was like size zero, blonde hair, blue eyes sort of thing. And I didn't look That's like that. I was. Exactly. A black girl and I was a gymnast, so I was super cut and didn't have a chest. <laughs> it was like I was just built, which is like badass today. Like I wish oh, yeah. I had that body, maybe to the extent, maybe a little bit softer because I was super cut. But um, but yeah, I understand how that is. And and now looking and my hair, my hair was always a problem. I didn't embrace my hair fully mm-hmm. until I'm like. With you later high school um because i had you know these wild curls that would knot up or or just would look uneven i didn't know what to do y'all i didn't i didn't have the right hair care system in place so yeah i had those insecurities but do you think that if you did the teenage filter like you would have some kind of emotional reaction to it i would be like look how far god has yeah won't he do it yeah god did i'd be going into my yeah, because, I mean, for me, it would be, to your earlier point, a reminder in terms of how far God has brought me and my family. I love that. Yeah, I, know, I, I feel be, like that's the way it should be, but we all know people go through things, and that could be a hard thing. You might not be in a good oh, place, absolutely. and you might be on TikTok in your worst place, and, oh, yeah. you know, that ain't good. But we're going to talk a little bit more about this on the other side, so y'all stay locked. All right, everybody, get up. Y'all know the routine. Let me do this around. Don't touch that dial. MKE in the morning will be right back on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is MKE in the morning on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 
Welcome back, Milwaukee. You're listening to MKE in the morning here on The Truth 101.7. We want you guys to tune in to the award-winning 101.7 The Truth this evening from 6 to 8 p.m. for our Black History Always special broadcast hosted by Tori Lowe, Telly Hughes, and Tony Smith. Three T's. The three gentlemen will discuss the undeniable impact black culture has had on sports and pop culture. And they will also be joined by actor Guy Torrey, psychologist Dr. Ramel Kwaku Smith, and former NFL and Wisconsin linebacker Chris Orr for interviews. Again, that is Black History Always tonight at 6 p.m. with Tori Lowe, Telly Hughes, and Tony Smith on the new 1017 The Truth. Okay, y'all, we're talking about this new filter that has people either up in arms or in tears (laughs) because it's good. It is good. I will say it did give me a little bit better skin, but that's because it like blurs out your any lines. (laughs) So I had lines. I think most people do even when you're a teen. So, I mean, it's a little unrealistic, but for some people, well, I mean, you just have normal facial, you know, like smile, you know, I have big cheeks. So like, I always have like the smile line right here. That's been always. Or some people have forehead wrinkles, like from the time they're toddlers. My son has always had a little, well, you know what I mean? Like maybe not quite a whole line, but your face moves. That's my point. Even saying that (laughs) you have like for real. Cocoa butter. That's what I tell everybody. Is that what you put on your face? Cocoa butter? You know what? I don't think you're really supposed to, but you know, black people, we've been doing that for a long time. I never put cocoa butter. You never put cocoa butter on your face? Oh my gosh, I did. For years, years and years. And so now now I'm convinced. Is this not a thing? All my black cousins down south. No, that was for DT, never putting cocoa butter on her face. Oh, okay. Because I was like, down south, we all, that's where I learned it from. Never. Wait, wait, wait. I have to. I have to know what your skincare routine is because Denise has great skin too, y'all. So, oh well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, right now, I'm not going to say the uh, brand since they're not sponsoring our show, <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll say it this way: all of my skincare mm-hmm. comes from Target. Really? I hey. go to Target and I buy a certain two certain brands. One of which my mother would always use, and she still uses to this day. And my mother is. It's over the age of 80, and if you saw her, you would think she's like 60. That's like my grandma. She looks ama- yeah. Yes, I she love it. amazing. So, yeah, I mean, again, we have a lo- enough melanin, melanin yeah. in our skin. We kind of. To where, yeah. I love it. That's we kind of luck out. <laughs> Look, God knew. He was like, y'all going to go through some stuff, so I'm going to give Listen, y'all Listen, you want to hear something good, super good. petty? Uh, you know, growing up, like I said, where I did and being the one of the a handful of people of color. Um, but, but looking at some of my classmates, I'm like, jokes on you. <laughs> because you look like you're about 20 years older than you are. Um, anyhow, uh, that's, hey. that's petty and that's mean. And I apologize. Um, <laughs> but the, but they, they both like- some, some of them bullied me for years and I'm just like. There you go. Mm, see, that's why God don't like ugly. Just literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but I was just one, I'm thinking about this filter. Um, and again, if you guys missed it before, we're talking about this new filter on TikTok. <laughs> it's called the Teenage Filter. Um, people have been filming their reactions to the filter because it will literally put you side by side with quote unquote, your younger self and your present self. And this is creating emotional triggers for people. Some people are really happy because they think about 
how far they've come since those years. Some people are really sad because maybe they're feeling lost right now. Um, and looking back on their younger self is, you know, it, feel, it feels sad or overwhelming. Um, so I was just wondering, Denise, just thinking about this, would you want to go back to being a teen? Like, do you miss being a teen? Because some people were like, man, I miss that person. I miss who that person was. No, I wouldn't go back. I, I'm good on that. Yeah. The reason why is hindsight 2020 and having of course. much more knowledge now looking back. I grew up in a small Midwestern, predominantly super white town. And I literally, throughout my K through 12, and some people are going to think this is an exaggeration. Now, unless you've actually lived, like born and raised in a small Midwestern town Mm -hmm. where you make up maybe 3% of the population in terms of being black, then just bear with me. (laughs) Right. Um, It was tough. I didn't see people a lot of people that were doing great things in terms of what I envisioned as, as greatness. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a lot of that in terms of people that look like me. I had some very, very racist teachers. Yeah. So I had a few too. That did not, I had them all that did not hindsight 2020. Like they would literally be fired. Wow. The things that, the things that I endured now in 2020, Oh, they would be super fired. Some of them probably would be, uh, prosecuted. Oh my goodness! And so for, for that sample, oh yeah, I could, oh, could do wow. a whole show on what I experienced. And so, with that being said, I, I'm good on going back. Good now, if there is a decade, Serena, that I could, if I could go back, yeah, I would go back. Ooh, that was some good. That was that. That was a good decade. I would say between the years of 25 and 32. Okay. Par. <laughs> that's why I, I tell my friends all the time y'all know like i was the friend where <laughs> this is hilarious so my couple of my girlfriends had boyfriends yeah and they'd be like we're gonna go out tonight it's gonna be girls night okay who's all going oh uh carrie denise lisa ho 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 go back go back who denise nah you can't go no nah, stay, stay home <laughs> I was that friend. Like I, I think we I have a partied like that now. <laughs> yeah, we partied hard. Yeah, and, and for the record, and I'll just say this, and we can move on. When I tell you, Serena, I praise God every day for not having social media when I was in my twenties. I just said that. Woo. <laughs> I just said Thank that. Thank you. Hallelujah. I think God did. Yeah. <laughs> There's no evidence. There's no receipts. Nothing. Uh, we just uh, had authentic good times. I just had that conversation with my son because he's 19 and he just celebrated his birthday. And I know he went out with friends and uh, I'm like, you know, always just be careful what you post and this and that. And just, I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad social media was not around when I was, I was out in the streets. Yeah. When I was outside. Right. It would have been over for me. (laughs) I would not be on this show. Right. I would not be (laughs) right. We would have been canceled. Um, absolutely we would well, not I mean, be take, would not canceled, canceled but taken seriously you know i was just no, too I had wild a mouthpiece too yeah i had a mouthpiece too so i probably got canceled <laughs> banned arrested you know so maybe God, did 
Oh, man. <laughs> I, I guarantee you I would not be in this studio right. if social media existed in my late, or no, mid-20s to early 30s. Yeah. But, you know, like, I tell my kids, they're adults. Have fun. You're That's in your 20s. I'm like, Enjoy you Enjoy it. You do dumb to, stuff. What do they say? Suck the marrow out of life. Yeah. This is when you do... This is when you do the dumb stuff now. And I've told my both of my children who are 24 and 27, just know that every action has a consequence. Amen. So when you do this dumb stuff, like <laughs> super, super dumb stuff, just know that you're going to pay for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I did uh, many times, I'm sure. And I, I also <laughs> think I'm like, man, did I have some angels with me? Some man. of those nights that I could have been, you know, you watch all these like murder docs and stuff and you're like, man, man I'm eesh, telling you, the scary, scary. Uh, I want to know what you guys think. Would you want to go back and be your, your teenage self? Uh, hit us on the truth line at 833-212-1017. We've got a couple uh, minutes left here in this segment. Um, so you said that you're, you're like, I don't know what you want to call it. Your fun era was like 25 to 32. I don't know if I would want to go back to my teenage years. I definitely have fun. But like you, I was in a small town. I actually once did a report on it in college, and it was like 0.0005% black. Wow. (laughs) But always, ever since I was little, you know, ever since I was a little girl, I knew that that wouldn't be my life. Like I knew as much as I love, I love my hometown as much as I talk mess about it. I do love my hometown. Um, It was a great place to grow up. But like you, I knew that I was destined for something bigger. I just knew that I had to break out. I don't think that has surprised anybody. Um, I mean, as much as I loved it. But if I could go back and like talk to my teen self, I think I would have to tell her that things are going to be really hard for a long time. Because it was like after I graduated high school, I think it was. Serena, you can't say that. I can't. Come on. No, I can't. It's not motivational. No, no, no. Your teenage self is going to be like, well, I'm about to jump in the river. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me finish that. Things are going to be really hard, but it's going to be worth it. Let me, let me finish. There you go. Let me finish the statement. The reason I say that is because I had my son, you know, I found out I was pregnant right after I graduated. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I had a very hard decade, a very fun decade, but a very hard decade in my 20s. So I think I would just say like, don't. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to work out. Because where I am now, I'm like, it was worth it. Everything led up to this moment. So we good. Like, you don't have to stress and worry about, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Will I ever be able to pay bills? (laughs) Will I have my own house? Will I have, you know, you don't have to worry about that. God's got you. During the 35 through maybe like 40s, that was, I'm like, will I ever be able to pay bills? Yes. Right. Not live check to check. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, amen. I can relate. <laughs> Living paycheck to paycheck for sure. Um, Which is the most stressful experience <sighs> I've had in my life. So stressful. So stressful. And you I know, re- I remember having like negative $7 in my bank account and being like, well, I just need to get to Tuesday. <laughs> Man. And so, you know, this is real. It's like, it really is. you know, it's funny you bring that up, Serena, because I was sharing, I, I uh, attended the Biz Journals, who's a partner of Good Karma. Uh, they hosted the Mentoring Monday. Yes, it looked like a big event. Yes, it was. And, and I was one of the, uh, the mentors. And, you know, people have this perception 
of you Mm -hmm. when they are looking from the lens of social media, which is fair. Yeah, sure. And so a lot of, so some of the young ladies that I connected with were just amazed when they heard my story. Yes. And I was like, you know, that's why I've always said this over the past two or three years. I did not inherit anything that I have. Mm -hmm. I worked extremely hard for. However, with that being said, I don't discount the reality that there are still a significant number of humans that live paycheck to paycheck, Mm -hmm. that have a negative bank balance, that Mm -hmm. don't know when and how they're going to eat again or feed their family. I've been there. Yeah. So for me, I'm not far removed and I don't forget. But that's what makes you a better mentor. I mean, I I feel like maybe some people might disagree with me. I feel like when you become successful, that the most successful people are the ones who have had to endure struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like it makes them. And, and I'm not saying if you do come from a, a comfortable background or what have you, uh, that, you know, you shouldn't struggle or that you should. I'm just saying you have to have some kind of adversity. That's what gives you grit. That's how I feel. Absolutely. And some of the, the most successful people in the world are the ones who have had to struggle and face adversity and meet challenges. And I'm not saying people in any class are protected from that entirely, but there's just a different level to it. Oh, yeah. No, speak on it. Mm-hmm. Speak on it, sis. Because yeah. I mean, what you're saying is that here's the thing. I'm also a big giver. Mm-hmm. I give a lot, not because, because. Oh, you know. I want to be able to write off my taxes now. I'm not yeah. kidding. That does help. However, <laughs> it, my giving comes from to whom much is given, much is required. Yes. Yeah. And it, again, I'm not far removed from the negative bank accounts, the overdraft fees, yeah. the car repos. I'm Same. not far removed from that. I, and I tell people, do not think that when you see you know these people in the communities that are regarded as the who's who or the movers and shakers and the don't think that their lives are perfect. Yeah. Don't think that they don't have insecurities. They don't struggle because that's a they lie. do. They do. They do. And a lot of people don't share that. I have See, decided. I no, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I have decided to share it. When I was speaking to the students at Marquette, when I'm speaking to students at Alverno, I tell them straight up. I'm like, you're looking at this version of me that's sort of like in the midst of that success, building success. I'm like, but three years ago, I was starting all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I truly was. And like I was. Right, right, COVID. You, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That, that had to be so challenging for you. Three yeah. years ago was, was COVID. Absolutely. It was, you know, it's been a journey. Let me just say that. And, uh, but yeah, I love to hear it. Um, if you guys want to talk about your teenage self, or if you would go back, I'm sorry, if you would go back and talk to your teenage self, hit us up at 833-212-1017. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. More of MKE in the morning is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to MKE in the morning on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Y'all, it's so bad. I didn't realize that was a sample. (laughs) 
I'm getting old. Welcome back. You're listening to MKE in the morning. I'm Serena B. I'm joined by uh, Denise Thomas. And we have Black Conscious on the line. Black Conscious, good morning. Peace, Queen. How are you? I'm feeling lovely. How are you? I'm well. Good morning, Sister Auntie. Good morning. How are you? Hello? <laughs> she's I'm there. Like, okay, yeah. well, I gotta call she, she's you by name. You know, <laughs> you know your name. Hey, Denise. Good morning. How are you? I'm loving life and living well. There you go. See how he didn't Bam. say I'm uh, fine? Or like, yeah, or I'm blessed by the best because I would have been like, oh, <laughs> Lord, have mercy, Father God. I love it. Yeah. So listen, um, a few things you said this morning that I called early, but I had to check in on a few things. Um, mm-hmm. All good. This, this, uh, this, this brainwashing book, oh, excuse me, this Bible said at one time, we would not know one season from the next. Mm. So, yeah, looking like that, right? Snowing California, snowing in February. So we in those times, just pay attention to that. And if I would tell my, myself, my younger self something, leave that woman alone. And who I'm talking <laughs> about? That first baby mama. But I guess I wouldn't have though, that beautiful daughter or those grandchildren. That's true. That's true. And so it's still a blessing. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe I would, uh, you know, did the right thing and not shoot up the club or something like that. I don't know. I Bro, have what? Wait, hold up. What? What's going on? Don't, please don't you, tell me you, I'm the you, only one that understood what he just said. He said, "Yes, you are, Zach. You are, Zach." Did they, I miss something? Have, is he talking about? Is he talking about getting a woman pregnant? Yeah. Oh, it just say that. listen, some guys be going wild over their baby mama, so I didn't know what you were saying. We just got to clarify oh, that no, on that, air. That's, that's, <laughs> Shooting up the club means impregnating. Okay. I've and, never, and I thing. literally have never heard that before. King Zach Alex. <laughs> well, listen. now you have. Hey, Learn listen. Something new every day. That's, something, that's something you can use to your son. Hey, don't be going to shoot up no club. Make <laughs> oh, sure God. Lord have mercy. I can't. He'd be like, yeah, what? So, okay. Well. Yeah. No, he knows what you're talking about. If you put it in those exact words, he will know what you're talking about. Dang. This is why my son doesn't engage in conversations like right, that. Right, because he's going to be like, Mom, that, I don't ever want be, you to right. say I don't ever want you to say like that. Like, who, who did you but, hear that but from? Nevertheless, but nevertheless, he knows what you're talking about. It may not be your language, but he knows mm. exactly what it means. Mm-hmm. And that is something these young folks say today. And I only learned that from my grandson and my uh, my, my nephews and them when they speak about it. So, you know, I listen and, you know, I take these things. I go, oh, that's what it is. All right. Cool. My mom told my son to wear a raincoat the other day and she didn't he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. See, that's old school talk. She's like, you're that's in college. I want you to wear a raincoat. <laughs> my oh, son was it. like, yeah, so sweet. it ain't Mama, raining. Grandma, what? It's not even raining outside. <laughs> he was it's so sunny confused. And bright. He was so confused. Yeah, well, we know, exactly. we know she didn't say sunny and bright because that would not be Milwaukee. So <laughs> right. we know that's not yes. relative. Yes, true, true. Now, I bet your grandma said, son, grandson, I don't want you shooting up no club now with them girls. Right. I guess guaranteed. You know I what guess he not. He would know what she was talking about. So listen, that's what I would tell. Oh, oh, more importantly, on the real side, I would tell my younger self to invest in the computers, the Internet, because that's what my mm. grandfather told me to do. But I didn't listen to him, mm. you know, good and point. I would that's have invested in those cellular device. I would have invested in cellular device. Cause remember back then they carried those big old 
uh, blocks. backpacks. Well, they were backpacks. Yeah, they were blocks, backpacks. They were, oh, yeah, they were like bags. Well, yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah. they was going across the strap. They yeah, like you're, right, you're right. Almost. With the battery pack in there, I, I would told myself to invest in that. Look in investment, investment to that. What would you, in terms so of the internet the technology, was there a particular brand that you would have invested in? <clears throat> well, you know, uh, IBM, they short-lived, but getting still, you know, you just follow the trend. What was it back then for us? IBM, uh, I believe Apple was That early Apple on. stock. Wish I would have got yeah. my hands on that. Yeah, millionaires <laughs> yeah, they, that just prop, maybe and, became millionaires just I, off of I Apple stock. I, yeah, and uh, IBM's too was was around the original ones as well, something mm-hmm. like that. But definitely would have would have uh, got got into that. But I didn't, and so we're here now. All right, but, you know, don't <laughs> don't proud to spoil milk and just keep it moving. There you go. Black spoil milk, they, spoil, spoil milk make good cornbread. That's a new. Huh? That's another Butter new milk. one for me. I'm just gonna keep writing yeah, these down. You know. <laughs> you're you're writing them down. You're writing them down. Listen, I have For to what? learn the language. Lovely. I have to learn the language. Live righteous, Milwaukee. Thank you. I, I'm trying to learn Black Conscious speak. Thank you, Black Conscious. We appreciate it. Hope you have a lovely day. That's interesting. Because if you would have bought that stock, you could have gotten really rich. Oh man, quickly. Maybe had some fans, Denise. Question. Like, yes. You're a successful lady probably have a legion of fans would you date <laughs> listen i'm I trying to segue here <laughs> right would you date a fan someone who was and listen we don't have to be like super famous in hollywood and movies we all have fans to an extent right like i hope you do i hope you do we all have fans in our right. lives would you date someone who is a fan of you not as long as he didn't act like a fan as long as he didn't like act like is if if he introduced himself like, hey, you know, I I've been rocking with you for a long time. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. And if the process was authentic and you know organic, and I'm, we got a vibe, there's chemistry. That's different. Yeah, and and then once we decide we're gonna start dating, I just need him to not be a fan. <laughs> I need him to be a man, yes. not a fan. Okay, and definitely not a stan. Definitely. Mm. So yeah. Yes. And that's the thing. I'm like, where's that fine line between a fan and a stan, which is a stalker fan for uh, if you guys didn't know. Right. Isn't that the. the... It is. Okay. That's exactly. (laughs) Stan is a stalker fan, like big time stalker, like show up at every concert, send you fan mail. Right. With like hearts. and Yeah. Scary. Have you ever had a stan? Yes. Mm, What'd you do about it? Call the police. <laughs> okay, well, that's, a, a, that's a good first step. <laughs> and let that person know that I was calling the police. Really? Yeah, they were. Um, it, it, they were mailing letters. Oh my goodness! And uh, the second letter, I was like, "Wait a minute," because I mean, the content—I'm not going to get all that—but it was just very Stanish. And so, um, after the second letter, there was. A gift placed on my door mm. when I got home. Damn, I yeah. I moved. By the way, oh god, this is this is here in Milwaukee. I mm. moved, but yeah, I called the police. Yeah, and shortly after I called the police, I'm assuming they because they you know let me know that they had contacted him, and it could have been a, it could have been a she or a he or a them. I don't know because I mean I oh, never wow. saw the person. Sure, they presented themselves as a man. 
But yeah, this happened probably, what was this, 20, I'd say 2017. Wow. Mm. That's crazy. That's not that long ago. No. <laughs> I, I talked about on air once. Uh, I had a stand in college and that was really scary. And I, I think I had a, a few stands when I was a reporter, which is kind of normal when you're working in media right. and entertainment that sometimes people just like, thank you for your admiration. But sometimes <laughs> they just take it a little too far. Right. A little too far. What is the weirdest way that somebody who admired you has ever stopped you to like talk to you? Oh my God. Okay. So this, <laughs> this, guy. this isn't even on like our, our agenda today. I just want to know. <laughs> I'm just so being every, nosy. <laughs> everybody that knows me knows I love Justin Timberlake. Yes. I mean, there's everybody knows that. And this guy asked me out and I was like, eh, you know, I really have anything better to do. And I don't want people to think that's my attitude towards dating. It's just yeah. this, I wasn't that attracted to this guy, but he was initially, he was nice. Now to your question, he asked me to meet him at this, um, this bar by the airport. I can't remember, but they're, they're famous or popular based on their karaoke. Mm-hmm. It's right over. I don't know if it still exists, but it's over there by the airport. Child. We're sitting there, and again, this is the first time I met him. Right. So number one, strike one, he didn't look like his pictures. That was strike one. Strike two, he was like, I'll be right back. And I'm like, okay. Next thing I know, he embarrassed the mess out of me, Serena. He is on stage singing Justin Timberlake. Oh, I can't remember what song it was. He sounded horrible. <laughs> and, you know, people around him have, are obviously inebriated. They're like, yeah, you sound great, man. Yeah, she loves you. Oh, my you. gosh. I left. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. Speaking of done, we're going to wrap this up really quick. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back because I want to hear more stories just like this. MKE in the Morning returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is MKE in the Morning on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back. You're listening to MKE in the morning. I'm the truth 1017 live at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. From American Family Insurance Studios. Let me just throw that little, throw that in there. So we're talking about uh, fans. Doesn't matter if you're famous or not. If you have a fan or admirer, what's the craziest thing that someone has done to get your attention? And I was just thinking about this during the break. Denise, I had, when I was a reporter, like I said before, in North Carolina, I was a crime reporter, so I covered uh, court cases, crime in courts, that sort of thing. And uh, I would have to go to the sheriff's department every day to grab the cop shop reports and go through them to find stories, talk to detectives, interview detectives, all that sort of thing. And there was this one detective who 
well, it was a lot of detectives, let me just be honest, but one in particular, that one day I was driving near that area or near the building and I got pulled over and I was like, oh, okay. And then how about the detective gets out and he's like, oh, hey, Serena, I actually just wanted to see oh. if you would go out to dinner with hey. me. Oh, wow. I was like, you had to pull, oh, wow. you had to pull me over. Like, I was so scared. First of all, I still had my Wisconsin plates on, so I was freaking out because I was in North Carolina. <laughs> he didn't even care about that. He just wanted to ask no, me. he was shooting his shot. Yes, like blocked me in where I could not. I mean, like, he came what? up behind me. Yeah, like, I couldn't oh, go. No. I couldn't take off. Mm-mm. And he was a very attractive detective, not going to lie, but I was I was dating someone else at the time. But, yeah, that was that was probably, like, one of the craziest ways that someone got my attention. I think the second... Oh, wait a minute. He was fine? He was cute. He was cute, but I was with somebody. I was with somebody. Oh, I mean, so he that's, was cute. So that's what stopped you now. I was like, In right. this case, it actually did. I know you guys have heard my stories in the past where maybe that wasn't. A deciding factor. But oh, th- give yourself this time, some grace. This time you're dating. Was. You're yeah. not married. Yeah, I was. Stop. And also, guys, I was like 22 when I was um, a reporter down in North Carolina. I was like 22, 23. So I think the other weird one. Well, someone asked me out on a date was when I I covered a flight festival, like one of those. What is it called? I think it's a flight festival. Anyway, they have all the airplanes and everything, all the helicopters. Air show? Air show. Thank you. I covered an air show. (laughs) And as a reporter, I got to go up with one of the trick pilots and we did the aerobatics, which is like flipping upside down, twirling in the air. And he asked me out on a date while he was flying me. (laughs) I was like, of course. Yes, because I didn't want to die, y'all, in the plane. All right, y'all. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break and we'll be talk we'll be back uh to talk more about this. More of MKE in the morning is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.